1: Hey, do you find yourself times, at times, men and women with some of the most filthiest, perverted, ungodly thoughts? in your thinking and in your head. Do you find yourself thinking like that at times? You don't, you either plan it because it makes your flesh feel good or it just comes out of nowhere. Even if you're teaching you know, or you might be preaching or even reading the Bible and I'm talking to believers only. These perverted, filthy thoughts come to your head and come in your mind out of nowhere. Or do you find yourself in a compulsive, illicit sexual lifestyle? Whether it's fornication, whether it's adultery, whether it's pornography, masturbation, Things like that in that nature. Let's get real, folks. Now, now Joe, what are you talking? about? What are you using those type of language? This is this is real talk. This is body of Christ real talk. I'm gonna get into something, and I do get into controversial subjects for awareness purposes. And the people I'm going to be talking to today is going to be the church. Their struggles uh with these habits either it's a struggle or you have a lifestyle of doing these things and there is is a difference all right there is a difference okay now this is my podcast is for believers and unbelievers as well so this is this is just a broad uh introduction that's going to be for the church and then I'm going to talk about the unbelievers because there is two different ways of healing there is two different perspectives that you can look when you struggle with sexual addiction so sexual addiction is broadness like just like what I talked about mental illness okay let's get into this Hey, this is Joseph Brownlee. My name is Joseph Brownlee. I'm your host of uh Body of Christ Real Talk. Thank you for uh lending me your ear and tuning in to my show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Now, the ones that uh is going to be listening to this topic, that I'm going to be dealing with very controversial topic about sexual addictions. I'm going to be dealing with different aspects of sexual addiction. I'm going to be dealing with the struggler that's in the church that does just having issues with this and want to stop it. And I'm going to be dealing with the person that's, that's a Christian that's openly living this type of lifestyle. Then I'm going to come to a conclusion of uh, my opinion. And then to find a the final conclusion of what does the Bible has to say about both situations, the struggler and the person that's uh, living a lifestyle in those areas now sexual addiction is very broad there's a lot of weird creepy freaky stuff when it comes to sexual addiction but I'm going to be mostly dealing with the the, the, uh, the, the more common ones which is uh, fornication as the Bible uses it uh, adultery uh, you know pornography you know masturbation homosexuality. I'm going to be dealing with all of that because those are the main broad areas that you hear that's happening within the church as well. There's a lot of pornography going on in the church. Believe me, I know that. There's a lot of Fornication going on within the church The body of Christ I'm talking about I ain't talking about church goers of the world I'm talking about the church, the body of Christ There's a lot of fornication going on In the body of Christ Just like I dealt with that when it comes to mental illness I dealt with that when it comes to uh, drugs And alcohol and all that stuff The church, I'm talking to the church now And the reason I'm doing this Is for awareness purposes And how we can deal with this And what does God has to say About us when we are dealing or participating in this type of illicit acts. Another reason I'm dealing with this because according to the Bible, and it's very important, according to the word of God, fornication really is one of the most serious ones. Not all sin is bad in the eyes of God. Yes, all sin is not good. God hates all sin, period. He hates all sin, period. Okay. Now let's get this straight. All our sins has been dealt with. He's not. He's not. You know, counting the sins against us. But that does not mean he does not hate it when we do it. Okay. His ultimate goal is for us, us to be delivered from the sin nature, period. You know now i'm talking to the believer i'm talking to the uh the body of christ now but i know i have unbelievers that listen to this listen to this as well you are welcome to because these principles can help you as well but in a different type of way especially when it comes to salvation and eternal life okay so the different outcomes for the believer and the unbeliever is is different you know, one is just more reassuring than the other one but all of this is evil in the eyes of God. Let me just put it that way, okay. So I'll be dealing with the believer mainly and the unbeliever. Because regardless if this is a trans, this is a transparent, see uh transparent uh podcast. It's different than connecting the dots. That means we could talk about different things and unbelievers as well as believers is welcome. We could talk about all kind of subjects and topics, as long as you know it's you know, as long as it's in a respectful way but my goal is always to the church first you know i'm i'm not i don't shy back from that the church the body of christ is first you know the unbeliever when you get saved and everything like that, you know, Files, that you can understand a lot of things that are uh, pertaining, that can help you in these areas as well. But, you know, I'm talking to the church and I'm talking to the unchurched, what I mean by the saved and the unsaved. Not church goals, you must be saved. Okay, but on here, you are welcome because this is therapy for both the saved and the unsaved. But it's just two different outcomes, That's all I'm saying. So, it's for you too because I love everybody, the saved and the unsaved. Okay. All right. This opening of sexual addictions is more like an introduction. So therefore I will not be hitting scriptures right now, but I will, I will be, I will be reading a few definitions of sex, sexual addiction, uh, definition according to certain, um, you know, dictionaries or whatever like that, because it's, you know, you have, you have different, uh, sexual addictions, uh, Definitions broken down from Wikipedia, from, you know, I guess Webster and different type of definitions of the, and then the secular way of looking at uh, sexual addiction, you know, then you line it up with the Bible. The Bible doesn't put emphasis on sexual addiction because everything is sin in the eyes of God, you know. Sin is always the ultimate problem, of why you have sexual addiction because your imperfect body. That's why you struggle with sexual addictions anyway, because of this cursed and perfect sinful nature and body. Period. You know, so you know what the Bible stands on that part of everything. But when it comes to. uh the worldly way of looking at sexual addiction, which is a, which is a lot of good definitions to me, you know, as far as some people say it can be a, a chemical imbalance and different things like that. Yeah, I know some truth in that and everything. But, you know, they don't look at it in a spiritual sense. They look at it more in a, a scientific more way, which is not bad. But when it compared to the Bible, the Bible looks at it in a spiritual sense. The ultimate cause of all of this is what? Sin. Satan. And self, the three S's, sin, Satan, and self. So it's two ways to look at this. And what I like to do, I like to, I know I have unbelievers that's uh, listening to this, and I like to just break down, you know, the worldly way of not, when I say world, I don't mean it's a bad way, and they're wrong, because they have a lot of truth in their definitions and everything. But I'm just saying... They look at it in a scientific way, not so much in a biblical and a spiritual way, you know, unless they are Christians, unless they're part of the body of Christ. I hope I'm explaining that pretty well. Okay. Now, sexual addiction. I'm going to talk about different things about sex and addiction and I'm also going to get to uh, talk about the differences between uh, the ones that are struggling with sexual addiction and the ones that's living a lifestyle of sexual addiction now sexual addiction could be anything that you're struggling with like I said fornication pornography homosexuality masturbation you know you know different things like that you know and, or any other type of at of sex but I'm just talking about the more common the ones that's known and mostly just um, that's talked about these days it's a lot of bashing and banging about homosexuality but believe me man it's more than sexual addiction and homosexuality you know so let's not just beat up. i'm not going to beat up on homosexuality but i'm going to talk about all of them and a worldly perspective and i'm going to get in a biblical perspective when it comes to sin in general okay okay all right First, let's look at a few definitions, and I'm, I'm going to uh, keep this uh, a little longer. I'm not going to try to be a long while, but I'm going to try to keep it at least about 10 to 15 more minutes, maybe less, Let's let's go there because of time constraints. Now, a sexual addiction, one sex addiction definition is sexual addiction is a condition in which an individual cannot manage their sexual behavior Persistent sexual thoughts affect their ability to work, maintain relationships, and fulfill their daily activity. Hmm. Very interesting. That is true. and <clears throat> That is true. You know. And uh, let me read that again. Sex addiction definition. Sexual addiction is a condition in which condition in which an individual cannot manage their sexual behavior, persistent sexual thoughts, affect their ability to work, maintain relationships, and fulfill their daily activity. You know, what's one of the ways you can know, and I'm going to read this, that you have a sexual addiction? This is interesting. Now, this is one of the ways. Not the full blast or the full definition, but this is one of the ways, which is pretty good. This is a question that's going to be asked. Now, these are questions that people ask about sexual addiction. Then I'm going to get into sexual addictions that Christians struggle with, you know, and even some of the sexual addictions that we ourselves that struggle with, including myself, you know, that struggle with certain sexual addiction and habits. Yes, myself. I'm, see, I'm very real on here. I'm, I'm very transparent. I'm very real on here. I ain't got to tell you everything. I ain't got to tell you what. But I can tell you the certain things I struggle with. That's why I can talk about it. And I know I can tell you about the parts that I have victorious on. I can tell you the parts that I have failure with. But I ain't got to tell you what it is. It's important that you know that some scars need to be shown for you to get your healing. So this is part of my healing and other healings as well. So I'm not afraid to say that because I know I'm cleansed and I'm delivered by the grace of God and everything. Thing, but certain habits and certain struggles still persist, and some of us, some of us, including myself. So let's look at what people ask when it comes to sexual addiction. Some sexual addictions are worse than others. Don't mean everybody doing these things, you know all the time it does not mean that they're really just really into it. it just mean it might be a certain habit that you are doing. You know it's not pleasing to God. He's not condemning you for it, but it's affecting your life. It's affecting your relationship with Him. It might be affecting your relationship with your wife, your husband, boyfriend, whatever you want to look for, girlfriend. It might be affecting something, your family. So even though it's not being counted against you in the eyes of God, it's still going to affect your psyche and it's still going to affect you physically. Period. Okay. Period. All right. These are questions people ask. How do I know if I have a sexual addiction? Symptoms that a therapist will evaluate to determine severity include. Now, this is if you're going to a therapist. Increasing guilt, remorse, and suicidal thoughts is one. Of the aspects of you struggling with a sexual addiction. And these could be a lot of other addictions as well, but since we're dealing with sexual, let's stay to the concept or the context. Irritability, when unable to engage in the desired behavior. That's a problem too, because sometimes your sexual desires can be so bad you can't even have a normal sexual behavior. Let's, let's let's continue. Pronounced mood, I mean, pronounced mood swings or violence, heated arguments with loved ones about sexual behavior, severe financial problems and job loss, increased substance abuse or dependency. All this can be one of the ways of a sign of sexual addiction. And now man, this is some of the stuff is new to me, but some of it I know.
0: holiday
1: it's real i know that because of experience of myself now some of these you know are some of the signs that show that you struggle with sexual addictions you know but let's get to other breakdowns of sex addiction and definitions okay now this is just an introduction of different definitions of signs of six symptoms of sex addiction Then i'm gonna just talk about examples and i'm gonna get into uh, you know personal things not with myself but just in general You know, about sexual struggles and sexual addictions and which ones. Okay. Sex addiction can be conceptualized as a compulsive engagement in sex despite negative consequences. Moreover, it is a behavior that is emotionally distressing. Okay, here comes the tablet messing up. That's why I don't like this tablet. It just interrupts with certain things and while I'm reading. It's not good. Negative consequences. Moreover, it is a behavior that is emotionally distressing rather than fulfilling while not always recognized as a legitimate diagnosis. Sex addiction has real consequences, including a negative impact on relationships and well-being. Okay. What is sex addiction? Let's break this down. The concept of sex addiction has been thought of as... In a variety of ways. A sexual addiction does share many of the hallmarks of clinical addiction. One of these hallmarks is that the person will be unable to control their behavior even if the negative consequences are clear or even likely. Let's read that again. One of these hallmarks is that the person will be unable to control their behavior even if the negative consequences are clear or even likely as opposed to someone with a healthy sex drive, a person with a sex addiction will spend a disapproportionate a dis a disproportionate excuse me, hard to pronounce words sometimes, a disproportionate amount of time seeking or engaging in sex while keeping the activity secret from others. Oh, that noise is sweet. a lot of noise out there now, it's getting louder and louder. Okay. People with a sex addiction would be unable to stop the behavior unless there is some sort of intervening event. As a result, personal and professional relationships may suffer. There may even be an increased risk of sexually transmitted infection, including HIV, if a person is unable to retain. And their sexual impulses. Okay. People with a sex addiction often will use sex as a form of, of escape, so true, from other emotional and psychological problems, including stress, anxiety, depression, and social isolation. I'm going to stop it there. Now, that is just some of the definitions, and most of them are all the same. Of what is sex edition? You have an idea of what is sex edition, you know, when it comes to the world way and scientific way and proof of sexual edition, because a lot of this is true. Now, you line it up with the Bible definition of sex and edition. Most believers, you ought to know, it's because of what? Sin, self, and Satan. It's because of yourself. It's because of sin, because your body, you are, we are born in sins. We are born in iniquity, as King David said. We was born in sin. We are cursed since the beginning of the uh, disobedience of Adam and Eve, of eating of their fruit. Our bodies have been cursed, so we have a sin nature. So a habit, whether it's sexual addiction or any type of habit, is because, first of all, it's because of sin, it's because of Satan, and it's because of self. I like to call it the three S's. So, what I'm going to do right now, I like to break down the way a scientific uh, definition or terminology of sexual addiction, how they look at it. Now, they have most uh, uh, come to the same definition of sexual disorder or uh, sexual addiction, diagnostic, uh, mental disorder. All of them, you know, could lead to uh sexual addictions or sexual habits or sexual perversions or whatever you want to call it, okay? now let me before i go any further i just want to let the ones now if you're very sensitive of getting to to this type of stuff or whatever like that now i'm not gonna get gross or nothing like that no this is a clean show i keep everything clean but at the same time i like to assume that we all are adults i like to also assume but i know how i assume conversion with that we all are believers we are mature and we I also like to assume that we have a critical thinking mind that we must search these things out ourselves i always try to give you an awareness of, of certain things that i talk about and teach about here on body of christ real talk because this is real talk for the body of christ Get it? Common sense, real talk for the body of Christ. That things that does happen in our life and some things that we do struggle with. Contrary to what the churches say, we should not be. Contrary to what the churches say, we must not be saved or we, we are caught up in this and this and that's why we struggle with these things but it's always a contradiction with some of your churches that teaches you these things, you know, contrary because a lot of, of people that's in the body of Christ, I don't like to use the term church because a lot of people go to church. I'm talking about Christians that's in the body of Christ that struggle with these habits, either struggle with it or are living a lifestyle. Then some people that think they're Christian, you know, far that, you know, you know, and they're struggling with this. But I want to talk about the ones that are really Christians. The, tongue, the ones that are really in the body of Christ. I'm not here to play around. I'm just talking about the church in general. The ones that really claim and believe in a death burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ and claim that you're in the body of Christ. Well, if you're not in the body of Christ, you know, it's almost somewhat normal for you to live there where you don't have the power to really choose, but the body of Christ, we do, and we still fall into of choice of the old nature because that's the battle between the two natures when you are in the body of Christ, okay? So, this was just uh, breaking the ice of what I'm going to be teaching on... <laughs> And I'm not going to try to keep it long, you know, like I do, uh, like I done a mental illness, or you know, or I'm gonna try to keep it in a lift, like I done with the the uh, the alcohol drinking and the stuff like that, and the you know, and the smoking and the marijuana smoking. Then I try to break you know, break down things like I'm doing now, the definition of mental illness, and we know the biblical perspective when I'm talking about that, how does God feel about when you're doing these acts, when you're living this type of acts, and when you're struggling with it. God is not pleased with it, but He's he will be lenient when you just want to try to get yourself together, want to try to get up this type of illicit sexual acts. Anything, period. Let me put this out before I go. Any. Sex outside of marriage is sin and is wrong to God, period. Point blank. Let's just get that straight. You know. Now, it's a great area when it comes to masturbation, watching pornography. Is that any sin in God's eyes? Yes, it is because you're still affecting your body. Sexual sins always affect your body if you're a believer because you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And let's get that straight out there first. So I want to throw that out there before I get into anything else. So. There shouldn't be a lot of questions. What does God feel about this, about this? Okay, even when you're struggling and when you're just living this lifestyle, God's not pleasing with either one, but he is more, you can get more help when you're trying to stop it. You can get more help when you're trying to pray and trying to stop this type of lifestyle and everything like that. God is more lenient with you on that. Now, he's not counting it against you, but your body will suffer more when you just living that lifestyle, whether you think it or not, compared to when you're struck because at least you, you're trying to get back on your feet and you're trying to help yourself out. So I threw that out there first because so you can know where I'm going with this. You know, it's no different when it comes to scriptures, when I talked about mental illness or not mental illness, but smoking and whatever like that. I have the Bible go have the last word all the time, whether you obey it or agree with it or not. That's on you. But the last say so of all of this is going to always be the word of God. So that's just an introduction. We all I just uh, read a few. Definitions of sexual addiction I'm going to read a few more Then we're going to get into different things And different habits And we're going to get personal Not personal, but just break down What each one of them mean And then we're going to talk about You know which ones you might be struggling with Which one I might be struggling with We don't have to tell nobody But I'm just saying You know which ones you are struggling with And we need to work on it You know, and I know If it's a lifestyle, or it's a struggle We all are going to know that By the time we get through it, this study and everything Then we're going to go through the Bible And we're going to get this stuff dealt with We're going to deal with this stuff And if you're willing to deal with it Let's do this Because it's not it's not pleasing it's, towards the, it's against our body And our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost So this is the beginning of the definitions of sexual addiction and this is going to be a hot topic Coming for the next few hot topics Okay, God bless you all This is Joseph Brownlee a Body of Christ Real Talk Joseph Brownlee of Body of Christ Real Talk Okay, and now just a few announcements so I'm going to have a, a lot of other few things That I will be coming down I got quite a few hot topics As I'm going to be talking about And I might even have some add-ons Because there's a lot of things going on Also, there's a lot of things going on That I have been talking about That I want to I want to mention uh, when I talked about the all these sudden deaths and people falling dead and different things like that and uh, you know it's a lot of stuff being going on I want to talk about that you know because we are in a spiritual warfare and I have no doubt and I know a lot of people have heard this before that I believe the church is going to be taken away and when I say soon there can be any time there can be 5 or 10 years from I don't know but it's just in that moment I just believe that we're going to be taken away I'm not going to predict because I don't know but I don't know if God I don't know how long God is going to be dealing with this or putting up with this before he come and get his church, but that's just my opinion. This is not a fact. This, I'm not saying that he's going to come get us now or today, but I just know it can happen anytime because it's a lot of evil going on that I'm going to be talking about that a lot of people don't know nothing about. Those are coming, upcoming Some Lord's willing, Lord's willing, if I be still here. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brown, and let's keep this show in prayer. I'd like to pray for you all for right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, i just like to pray for the body of Christ today. It is so much that the body of Christ is sleeping on it that we don't know of, Lord. I ask us to educate ourselves. Mainly, number one, and the Bible. Study the Bible. Study to show ourselves approved so we'll be rightly divided the word of truth. Not being ashamed. But also understand, study and look at other outlets. Study other education. Let's look at Let's focus on the you know, that not only we can help ourselves, but we can help our family members and help others, Lord, that's struggling to certain things that's going on. The, uh, The world is not for us the government is not for us we must open up our eyes and I'm going to put this out there and not just pray for strength. I'm going to put this out there and you know the government is not for you and what I mean by that I'm not saying everybody that works for the government but the government is not for our good church. let's stop depending on governments let's stop depending on politics and put our focus more on Christ. I'm not saying vote or don't vote that's your choice. That's your choice, just like it's mine. That's your choice. But I'm just saying stop depending on the government because the majority of the elite government is not for us. They are against us. They are against us. America... Is in an evil state, and what I mean by America it's a lot of things going on. That's that's uh, even worse than the days of Noah, let alone Sodom and Gomorrah. So I know, therefore, America has a lot of wrath coming on them. You know, and everybody might look at other countries like China and Russia, whatever like that. But America—that's uh, all I have to say. America is doing some very evil stuff here, and uh, God is not pleased with that. But let me put this right uh, out there for God is not looking down and just saying, "Okay, America is people go get saved." It's up to America to save the world. No, 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 no. Far from the truth, America. People, might not, people think America's not even a Bible prophecy, but I believe America is. I believe, but I'm not going to get into that, but I believe America is. I also, and I'm going to stay up there, believe America is the one that's going to fall. America is going to fall because you cannot continue to live this type of way without destroying yourself. And this is before the wrath of God. You know, we are not living right in the eyes of God. I mean as America, not you know, we got our all our own individual problems and everything, but America is not going in the direction that many people thought it was going. America has a lot of skeletons and it's showing their ugly, ugly face a lot of times now. It's a lot of stuff going on in America and I'm not proud of America at all now. You know, the leadership anyway. This is Joseph Brownlee focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus Church. For the ones that are not saved, please give your life to Christ by believing in His death, burial, and resurrection. By believing and receiving it, by believing and receiving it in your heart, not just by saying it. You got to really believe it. And the only one knows if you really believe it or not. Or why you're coming to Him is Christ. I don't know that, but He knows that. So you can't play. You can't play around. You can't fake it. You just can't say the words and just think you're saved. You got to really believe and you got to receive it for a change in your heart, period. Okay? So be real. God bless you all. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. I love you all, and I love you all, and give yourself a hand because you're getting ready for a good teaching. bless you all. I thank you all. Love you all. Stay tuned for the next hot topic, sexual addiction. Get ready. Bye-bye.
0: holiday.